Hey, this is Abby Kay, and you're listening to The Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast with Jay Scott. It is Jay Scott. This is the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying healthy, staying safe, doing what you can to get by in these stressful, troubled times. As I mentioned at the beginning of every episode, cases seem to be going up. And we're in for a long, cold winter, like the Cinderella album states that, uh, you know, we, we've got some work to do and we've got some things to figure out. And not to get too political or anything like that, but if we all work together, I think this will be an easier time to get through than if we're at each other's throats and being stressed out at each other. So I know it's a difficult time, but let's work through all this and let's see if we can make spring happen. I know everyone wants to go out and see live music. Everybody wants to go to a concert, myself included. And one of the bands that is expected to tour next spring, summer, whenever things open up, and that is ACDC. And this is kind of a bonus episode of The Hook Rocks because ACDC just released their latest album, Power Up. Incredible record, an awesome album. And we have our community ACDC historian, I joke, but I'm really not, and that is Dean Clark, previous guest. What's going on, Dean? How you doing? Well, I'm doing great, Jay. Thanks for having me on again. Well, I, it, I don't know about it. I don't know about it, an ACDC historian, but but certainly an ACDC fanatic. Well, maybe that. Maybe it's like a fanatic historian. Maybe we can like kind of merge <laughs> those two words together. But I can't think of a better person to have on the podcast with the release of the new album Power Up this past Friday the 13th than you because in our first discussion we had Jesus back last summer of nine, of 2019 I think it was yeah we yeah. did uh, an ACDC discussion which was just incredible and I learned what appreciation you have for this band and you know all the knowledge that you have so with the new album out I'm glad you're on here, and we're going to do a review of the album. And uh, no, it was just uh, you know my first 
opinion of this, let's just start it off, is this is the album that we all need in 2020. Rock and roll had its moment last year with the movie The Dirt in May of 2019, and all that momentum seemed to be sucked out with the pandemic. And what better way, what better band to bring back the momentum than ACDC in the album Power Up? Oh, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, looking back, think about this. It's 2020. Brian is 73. Cliff is 70. Phil Rudd, 66. Angus, 65. And it seemed like, really, that these guys were done. They lost Malcolm. Uh, Brian Johnson loses his, his hearing and has all that issue. Cliff retires. Phil was being Phil, getting in trouble. We know how the last tour ended. And let's be honest, as ACDC fans, as music fans, you looked at that whole situation with the guys and you thought, they're done. There's there's no way that they're coming back the, the way they were. And like I sit here and go, my goodness, like after all that, to be sitting here today discussing a brand new ACDC album with really the original lineup from the back in black days, um, minus Malcolm is to, to me is just amazing that we can even discuss this. You're absolutely right. I mean, when we think back the last couple of years in ACDC history, and I think you and I even talked about this, about the likelihood of them touring again. And it was pretty low, you know, especially with Brian. I know Axel filled in, with the dates that Brian couldn't do because of the hearing loss and things were kind of left unknown when they stopped touring. And we, and then we started to hear reports, news started to slowly come out about these riffs that Malcolm had wrote and recorded. And we heard that. And then we started to see pictures of the band recording in Canada and we just didn't know there was no confirmation of you know from the band, and then the pandemic hit, and everything that seemed to be building up to something completely went cold. You know, we didn't really yeah. get much information out after that. And then, of course, the video came out about a month ago, "Shot in the Dark," which is a great ACDC song. And then all of a sudden, we have a new ACDC album. So here we are. Yeah, and well, Vancouver not being all that far from where I live, and, you know, those photos coming out, and there was some discussion whether or not it was true. Were they fake photos? Were they photos from prior years when they were in Vancouver recording? And, you know, lots of uh, different things that were going out in the media. And hard to believe that was two years ago, Jay. That was 2018 when all those photos came out. So that's how long it's been Yeah. Um, until until the, the new album came out and, you know, everything typical ACDC, right? Everything's quiet. Nobody's saying anything. You never hear from the band. There's just no rumors, really, from the band themselves. No talk, nothing. And then, boom, here we go. The, the, all of a sudden, right out of the blue, the, 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 the new song drops, and everybody's excited. There's something to be said about staying quiet and staying out of the public eye. Because I've always believed, and you can also use Zeppelin as an example too, that less is more and less makes people crave it more. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if you're yeah, constantly, absolutely. you know, if you're constantly in the media doing things and doing stuff and whatever, it loses that polish. It loses, you know, the 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 mystery of the band. And ACDC and, mm-hmm. and Zeppelin have always been similar with that, where they stay out of the tabloids. They don't really, you know, obviously there was a bunch of news with Axel and Brian and that whole situation, but that was more yeah. within the music hard rock community. You know, it wasn't on the front page of, you know, gossip magazines or whatever. And, you know, look look at the excitement of the fans that, you know, this album drops and everybody's losing their mind. Because not only, not only is it ACDC, and you know I've been lukewarm on the last few releases that they've done, but yep. this album just is the right album at the right time, the right moment to release this type of music. And I have been listening to it nonstop since I've heard it. And it is, it is awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's funny. I, one of the great quotes that, uh, that I've heard or I've read and it, it goes, uh, I think it was Brian Johnson that had the quote, and, you know, as we're, you know, we're, we talk about new music and, and your podcast is uh, a lot of it is about promoting new bands and the fact that if we look for it, there's some great new rock and roll out there. And, and there truly is. And when, you know, you and I, we've talked about those bands uh, many times uh, over, over the times and, and and then we come back to a band like ACDC that was pretty much done and then come back and do what they do. And it reminded me of a quote, and I think it was Brian that says, we're like Coca-Cola. It doesn't matter how many times you've tasted it. You might drink something else for a while, but you always go back to Coke. It's the same thing with ACDC. It's the real thing. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great comment. That's a great quote. <laughs> Isn't it right? Like it's so true. We we have our favorites, and 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 but something about ACDC when it, it, it's so much like that that yeah we'll go off and and I'll I'll go listen to Blackstone Cherry for a while or Charm City Devils or or Blacktop Mojo whoever it might be all great bands and and great music but at the end of the day you come back to you come back to to the real rock and roll and ACDC seems to be one of those bands. I also think that new rock music that we talk about a lot on this show needs bands like ACDC, needs bands like Motley Crue, needs those bands that are of the classic rock era to kind of lead the ship or bring people in. You know, I mean, I know that we talk about the classic rock fans. You know, I, I've kind of turned a corner and, and believe that, you know, the the – new rock bands shouldn't worry about the classic rock bands. They should worry about the youth. But as Motley Crue did with The Dirt, brought the youth in to their music, with kids sitting around, e-learning, not doing much, this is a chance, an, another chance, for rock music to be brought in by a band like ACDC. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, the funny thing was when Shot in the Dark was released, it was a couple days after Eddie Van Halen had passed. And Mm -hmm. I did not listen to it for like a week. And the reason why is because I didn't want to associate the song with the passing of Eddie Van Halen. And I really stayed away from it because I didn't want to have 
those thoughts in my head about Eddie. And then every time I hear shot in the dark, I'm brought back to that sad place, you know, thinking about right. Van Halen. So I really, you know, did not, I, I, I forced myself to, to stay away from it until I was ready. And I'm glad I did because as I've mentioned and I've talked about, and you have even said this too, you know, music is about timing and it's about how you're feeling. And I don't know if I would have listened to it right after Eddie Van Halen's death, if I would have had a different viewpoint of the song, of the album. And I think it may would have it changed it for me. Yeah, no timing. And that is the beauty of music, right? We we talk about this and how what connects us and you you hit the nail on the head. We associate music with events in our lives. And in that case, had you listened to Shot in the Dark at the time of Eddie's passing, that would carry with you for years and years. And that's what music does for us. It, it is that passage to our past and, and events and so forth that happens in our lives. And, and we all do that. We know where we were when we heard certain songs. We know what we were doing when we heard certain songs or got into certain bands. And I just love that about music. Music is so personal. That's why I never, ever criticize somebody's taste in music because what is important to that person and why they like a particular artist or genre of music is personal to them. That's their life, their memories. So who are we or who am I or anybody to criticize somebody's taste in music? Um, I know where I was when I first heard ACDC. I remember it like it was yesterday. I can picture it. I know where I was when I heard certain songs or, or remember certain concerts and, and, and memories from times in my lives, life and, and different, different songs and different bands and different music. Right. And that's the, that's the beauty of it to me. And, and uh, I always, I always kind of shake my head at, in social media when people are talking about bands and, and the ACDC fan that says Iron Maiden sucks or, or Van Halen sucks. Or, and, and it's amazing to me that rock fans do that. I think sometimes we're the greatest enemy of rock and roll music is the rock fan. I, I, I don't understand that, uh, that side of it. And you and I have probably discussed that in the past as well, but it's, and I'm kind of getting off tangent here a little bit, but it, it doesn't doesn't make a band underrated or overrated just because you don't like them. You no, know, I agree. I, I think too many times, you know, we I, I see the comments all the time on my feed saying something about a Kiss song or saying something about Rush songs or Zeppelin songs or, you know, and it's just like allow people to enjoy what they enjoy. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't have to listen to it. I always, well, one of the things that I dislike about where we are currently as a society and socially is everybody's got to comment on everything. Everybody's got to say, you know, if there's a poll that I'm running, neither. They both suck. <laughs> what happened to just kind of walking by, seeing that you don't like either song and continuing to walk by? What happened to those days? Yeah. We don't have to yeah. hear every comment. We don't have to hear every thought that's in your head. You like what you like. There's no reason. There's no reason for you to say they both suck or neither. It doesn't matter. You know? Totally agree. You know? So, 
With that being said, we're going to be critics here on this special okay. episode of the Hook Rocks. We're going to yeah. review Power Up, and we're going to get right into it with the first song, Realize, which I think is a great way to open up this album. It's got a great drive to it, and it sets the setting for the rest of the 12, 11 other songs, I should say, 12 songs total of this album. Yeah, I love it, actually. Um, the, the album itself, you know, I love the mix of the album. I find it really clean sounding. Uh, the Cliff Phil Rudd rhythm section really kicks. You know, Brian's voice, I think, is just so solid throughout this album. And yes, it sounds like an ACDC album. That's kind of weird, eh? But uh, Realize, I think, really, Jay is a great opening. Straight ahead, rock and roll, good pace. You know, for me, I can I can picture myself riding a Ducati sport by cranking that through the headphones, doing a hundred miles an hour on a windy road out in the country. You know, um, it's that type of pace to it. I think, uh, I love the song. It is actually one of my, it might be my favorite song, believe it or not. Um, I love the background vocals, but, uh, first indication and, and been listening to this album a lot over the last 24 hours and 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 i love the song and, and like i say it's a it's a great opening straight ahead rock and roll rock and roll song if there's one band that has mastered the way to open up an album i think it's acdc they always do a fantastic job yeah like honestly look back and and i i agree with your earlier comment about the last two ACD, acdc albums um rocker bust uh, is a good opening rock and roll train off black ice is very good as well moving on to rejection another great song great pace on it you know again it's acdc i mean it's just it's it's you know it sounds familiar but it sounds different at the same time i enjoyed the song i think this is another great track that is a strong song for this album um as far as the whole album goes so would you be shocked if I said it's not doing it for me? Yeah, I am actually. I I, I don't, maybe I, I, I might just need to spend some more time with it, but it's funny because today I had to drive out of town a little bit to go see a client for work purposes. And so it was great because it gave me a, almost two hours of driving time to listen to the album. Uh, back to back to back and I even threw on a couple of other albums just to try and listen for some nuances and comparisons and stuff and for whatever reason rejection I don't know if it's doing it for me and I found the more I was going through the album I was hitting next to get to the next song so I'm not sure what I'm missing there well, again, you know, you could pick this album up in two weeks and you could fall in love with it. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, I think it's a great track. I think, I think it's one of the stronger tracks on the album. I don't, I think realize if we're comparing the first two is definitely where it's at in terms of if I were to pick A or B, I'd pick A in realize, but rejections right there. And it's a good segue into shot in the dark. Absolutely. Good first single. I can see why they released it as the single. I think it's going to get lots of radio airplay. I'm guessing it's going to be the opening song in the in concert if they ever, you know, we get through this COVID nonsense and get some live rock and roll back. I can certainly see ACDC going on tour and that being the first song to kick off the concert. They did it with Rocker Bus. They did it with Rock and Roll Train. And, you know, Typically, you look back at set lists, whether it be fly on the wall, back in black, whatever, 
usually it's a um, usually it's the first single off the the album that they open the concert with. Dare I say that this song has the potential to be considered years from now an ACDC classic, right there with the Back in Blacks and the Highway to Hells. Yeah, I agree. Maybe even down like a "You Shook Me All Night Long" type of song. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's. I, I could definitely yeah. see that. I I must have listened to this on repeat probably 20 times when I first listened to it because it's so infectious. Yeah. It's got a great groove. It's just got a great vibe too. I know I use that term a lot when I talk about music, but it really does. It captures a moment, makes you feel like you're in a moment. It really does come create a bubble for you while you're listening to it. Yeah, I agree. Love it. Through the mists of time, which the more I listen to this, the more it's growing on me. It's it's a very, for me at least, it's a very different track for ACDC. It's, that sounds like ACDC. But dare I say that it has a little bit of Def Leppard in it. Um, you know, especially in the chorus and and in just the the overall structure of the song i think it's a great song i think it's i think it's different probably the most you know different track on the album that you're kind of not expecting well and the next the next two songs actually kind of fall into that and and i agree with you i think that through the mist of time it's going to be interesting to see what other people think of it. What do the diehard ACDC fans think of it? What's the casual fan think of it? It, it almost falls into the, I agree with the Def, Def Leppard analogy is, is good. It's, it's kind of like their ballad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I, I do love the song. And this is where I get maybe a little bit soft and, and a little bit sentimental. This is the side of me that uh, is a little bit more on the sentimental side. But I was, I was thinking about this song and I thought, if you were ever going to do a photo or video montage of, of great moments in your life, you're probably using this song behind it. Yeah, that's a good you point. Know? Um, yeah, you know, like my best friend, besides my wife, is also a huge ACDC fan. Him and I have known each other since high school. Ironically, his name's Dean as well. And we uh, we met ACDC twice together. We've done all the concerts. And I thought, boy, if I was ever going to do a photo montage of all our great concert moments, I would probably have this song playing behind the photos. And I just I just kind of have that that vibe to it, you know, when you're listening to it and, and picturing my wife and I, you know, hot summer day with the, the tops off the Jeep and going out for a drive and, and cranking up this song. It just has that type of um, feel to it, in in my opinion. And it, it'll be interesting to see what people think of it. I love it. I think the, the Angus guitar solo in it, um, it has it has a lot of feeling to it. And uh, it's a, it's a man, it kind of almost brings a tear to my eye that song, and, and again, that's just the soft side of me. And and but I I love the song. Yeah, no, like I said, every time I listen to it, it grows on me more. And it is a bit, a little bit of a different pace for for ACDC. And I am curious as well to see how the diehards react to a song like this because it's not just you know there's a lot of nuance in this song too as well. Uh, a lot of yeah. it's got a lot of layers to it. It sure does. You know, I put it on my put my I put this on with my Bose headphones on, and 
And, uh, you know, I challenge anybody that, yeah, you know, I don't like the song or whatever. And that's fine. You don't have to like it. But sit back with that song on and think of just great things that have happened in your life over time, right? And just put those pictures in your mind. Great moments with your kids or your wife, your family, whatever, your parents, whatever it might be. And, and, and just think about the good things in life and listen to that song. And, and I challenge anybody not to, to feel that. I think it's exciting that 50, 50th anniversary parties may actually have an ACDC song to commemorate the memories. <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> yeah, absolutely. You never know. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base. No, you know, I don't think I'm so. I'm a little biased because I, I, I'm, uh, you know, being the, the fan that I am, I'm, I'm one of these guys that, you know, ACDC doesn't do too much wrong. So, um, but, uh, that's my two cents on that one. Kick You When You're Down is the fifth track on side one. It is the one song that really hasn't connected with me yet on side one. It um, It's a rocker. It's a great tune, um, but just hasn't grabbed me yet. So there you go, right? And interesting where rejection didn't connect with me yet. Kick You When You're Down is almost as a funk feel to it doesn't it, it does. um personally i love it i i have it in my top three right now jay it is it is very different i love that that oh no background vocal throughout um again this is one i i think will be one of the songs that uh, it might even be a i love it or i hate it type of song with with acdc fans that'll be it'll be interesting but uh um i i certainly it's connected with me and uh, when it comes on, I tend to crank it up a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm continuing to listen to it. You know, it just hasn't, you know, grabbed me yet. But, uh, you know, like like I said to you with rejection, a week or two from now, it may hit me and may fall in love with yeah. it. Yeah, you bet. The next song is Witch's Spell, which is one of my favorites. I go back and forth with another song that we're going to talk about in a bit here, but Witch's Spell has such a good, great groove. Angus is just awesome on this song. Probably, you know, if it's not my favorite, it's my number two. Awesome. I love it too. But it's funny, It's I had to hear it a, a few times until it started to grab me. When I first heard it, first one or two times, I was like, yeah, it's okay. But then the more I listened to it, it's growing on me in a big way. Um, I think the bass line, the bass effects on this song is awesome. Uh, again, the Phil and, and Cliff rhythm section on it, I think is phenomenal. I personally would have made this the second song on the album. I think had they put this one instead of Rejection and went Realize, um, Witch's Spell, Shot in the Dark, Through the Mist, kick you when you're down i think then the the first six songs it would have been just absolutely ridiculous um i i really really like this one yeah i i love it it's just you know it's your quintessential acdc song and it just rocks it just it just comes yeah. it just jumps out of the speakers it's just a great groove the, the, the rhythm the the intro the first like 24 seconds when that song, when it starts in that first, I think it's about first 23 or 24 seconds is absolutely killer. I agree. I can't, there's nothing to disagree. I mean, <laughs> this song is just, it has a great setup and a huge payoff. So yes. if, if uh, you know, that's where I'm at. Like I said, if it's not my number one, it's definitely a close number two. 
Moving on to side two, we start with Demon's Fire, which is another typical ACDC rocker. It's a great tune. Um, I wouldn't probably put it in my top three or four, but I do enjoy the song. Interesting, because I, yeah, it's fire. Demon Fire is fire. I kind of made some notes here, and, and that was the first thing I wrote down. Demon Fire is fire. It's fast. It's straight ahead pure ACDC rock and roll. I, I envision this one. This is another driving fast song, you know, um, out on the highway and, and just pedal to the metal. I, I have it in my top three. Um, it's a much, much better safe in New York city. <laughs> and, and if you Jay, go back and listen to safe in New York city off stiff upper lip and, and then listen to demon fire. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible, actually, how much of it's the same. Really? Okay. I will definitely check that out. Number eight, the the second song on side two is my favorite song on the album, and that is Wild Reputation. I instantly connected with this song above any other song on the album. Again, like Shot in the Dark, I put it on repeat and just kept listening to it. And for me, after Demon Fire it really sets up a chain of great songs on side two. It yeah. really does. And Wild yeah. Reputation, it's the shortest song on the album, just under three minutes, but it rocks. It's just got a great groove. It's kind of, it's it's very reminiscent or has a very type of feel like like a like a gone shooting or like a mm-hmm. like an overdose. Yes. Oh, I agree. Top five for me, um, 100%. I think it's the absolute perfect follow-up song to Demon Fire it, because it, it's not quite as fast. It doesn't have quite the tempo, but it's still a very up-tempo song, and it just keeps that momentum. It's that song that the train is just chugging down the track, right, after Demon Fire into Wild Reputation. And, uh, this actually, this song, too, I was looking back, I thought, you know, this would have been a very, very good second song on the album as well if you didn't do Rejection or or Witch's Spell. I thought Wild Reputation is another one that would have fit in that spot. Uh, just killer. And it is the stripper song of the album. ACDC always has a strip club song <laughs> on the album, and Wild Reputation is that song. Oh, I was thinking Money Shot. Well, that's another one too. Yeah, you know? that's another one too. Because I mean, you know, it, it is. You know, ACDC does. You know, have a lot of fans in that industry, and <laughs> and I was thinking Wild Reputation, but now you mentioned Money Shot, which we'll get to here, is um is definitely a contender as well. But you know, as I mentioned with Wild Reputation, it really sets up the rest of the album, and it kind of goes on cruise control after that with No Man's Land, yeah. which I think is another yeah. incredible track. Yeah, I caught that feeling as well. And, and 9 through 12, Money Shot picks it up a little bit, but No Man's Land, Systems Down, uh, Code Red, so those are the final 9, 10, 11, and 12. When you said cruise control, I think that is just a perfect analogy because when I was driving today, it's like balls to the wall, right, for those first eight songs. And then you come into nine through 12, and yeah, I just, you put the seat back, put it on cruise control, and, and just let the, the music do the talking. Yeah. All four songs are phenomenal. Yeah. I, I mean, out of those four remaining songs, 
systems yeah. of systems down is an incredible track. It really is. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. No Man's Land is a great song. Systems Down, I just, you know, it's similar. I would probably say it's probably top three or four if I were to, if right for, for me. Yeah. Um, and then Into Money Shot and a great closer with Code Red. Yes, absolutely. What are your your top three songs? Well, I think Realize, Kick You When You're Down, Demon Fire would be my top three. Okay. But then, you know, Shot in the Dark, Witches, so I said, uh, yeah, yeah, Witches Spell, Wild Reputation would be, that's kind of my, did I do seven there? I did eight, right? Yeah, I did eight. Those are are kind of my top, or sorry, top seven. Uh, Realize, Shot in the Dark, uh, Through the Mist of Time, Kick you when you're down, which is spelled demon fire, wild reputation. Those are kind of my, those, those have been my top seven for sure. And then systems down money shot. How do you choose? Right. No man's land. And then code red. Like, honestly, it's like you're <laughs> picking your favorite child. If I had to go with top three, it would be uh, wild reputation, which is spell. Shot in the dark, and then if I had to round out a top five, it'd be systems yeah. down and who probably realize. Right on, yeah, that would be my. And then you know, and then of course rejection. I like through the mists of time, um, no mm-hmm. man's land. You know, money shot. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's just a lot. Of, I mean, like I said, out of the last few albums from ACDC, this is their strongest effort. Um, I don't know if they really kind of started with the base of Malcolm's riffs. I don't know how it differed from previous recordings. Maybe they had kind of a spiritual thing going on without Malcolm. I don't know. But um, they really nailed it on this record. I mean, you you couldn't ask for a Breck better record during these times. And like I've been saying, you know, the the angst is there. And if, if it yeah. – if, what I've been saying over several episodes over the past few months about how the angst and anger is being created for a perfect recipe for the resurgence of rock and roll, it starts here. It starts here because from what I, I had a conversation with a um, with a band member and his comment was he's heard some of these other new albums that are out coming out in 2021 and everybody is swinging for the fences. So this is kind of like the leadoff hitter for me. Yeah, you know, I agree. I think honestly, start to finish, this is their best album in years. It's better than Rock or Bust. It's better than Black Ice. Uh, I would, I would argue, you know, it goes back to early '80s in my opinion, right? Like, yeah. I think that, um, you know, I, I think it might, it might be their best album start to finish since. Flick, Flick of the Switch. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. I, I absolutely agree. Flick of the Switch, is to me, is their last great album through and through. And, you know, I mean, they've had moments on, on every album since. They've had moments, yep. but all the way from song one to the end, you know, there's been some hiccups. There's been some down, you know, down songs or whatever, songs that really just yes. didn't, didn't sound like they, they were kind of filler, maybe, if you if – you, if you will, mm-hmm. this is a solid album. 
And if you've given up on ACDC because of what I just said, this is a great album to be reintroduced to them. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I went through and I listened to Rocker Bus today. I listened to Black Ice today. And there's three or four songs on both albums that I like, but Black Ice has 15, 15 songs. That's a lot of filler. Yeah. What do you think is next? I mean, obviously, we're all kind of waiting around to see what live music will become in 2021. I mean, obviously, ACDC is going to tour this, and they're probably going to crisscross the globe several times over for a few years on yeah. this album. You know, we mentioned the ages of, you know, Cliff and Brian in their 70s, and obviously, Phil and Angus are approaching 70. We've talked about, I think we discussed this when we first had you on or when I, you know, this is probably, this is probably going to be the last ACDC tour um, because they do tour a long time, you know, when they do release an album. So it's going to be a two or three year tour. Maybe they come back in the last leg and do kind of like a legacy thing, kind of like what Iron Maiden does where they kind of do all their hits and stuff. But I just, at this point, I'd be very surprised to see another album. I know Angus just said they've got enough for two or three albums and that's great, but I just don't see, I just don't see that happening. No. And then it really is going to hinge on the whole COVID situation. And when we get live music back, right. And like, let's keep our fingers crossed that at some point next year, we're going to be in a position to see live music again and see some of these big bands kick off their world tours. And, and I, that's my thought is that that is what we'll see. It'll be a, it'll be a two year tour, you know, as long as everything is going right. And these guys are in proper health and so forth that they'll tour this for a couple of years. And I agree with you. I, I think this is it. So, you know, as a massive ACDC fan, I'm ecstatic the fact that I can put on some new music from them. And there's that hope to see them one more time. When, when I was at the rocker bus show, in my mind at that point, I was like, this is it. Like, just soak this in, soak in every minute of this concert because it's probably going to be the last time we see them. And to be sitting here today talking to you at the possibility that we'll get that opportunity one more time is, is quite thrilling for me, that's for sure. Absolutely. You know, it's an opportunity to take my son to see them. And even though he's yeah. not the, the yeah. biggest ACDC fan, I think that'll change once he sees them live. And, you know, it is, it is something to be, to, to look forward to is we've lost a lot of our heroes, our music heroes over the last year and a half, you know, no no bigger than Eddie Van Halen last month. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you're contemplating whether to see ACDC, like Dean just said, this is probably it. That's, you know, we both agree on that and get out and get tickets and go see them. Absolutely. Great rock and roll band. And it doesn't matter where you go. How many events have you gone to? How many weddings have you gone to? How many office parties have you gone to? And it seems like whenever ACDC comes on, it gets the crowd going and gets the dance floor going. And they're just the ultimate party band, ultimate rock band. And if you, if you do have the chance to see them, I highly recommend it. I've seen them 10 times and I want to see them 11 times. And, it's a it's a thrill every time, and uh, the crowd is just absolutely crazy. 
um, watch River Plate. And of course, down in South America, they're just phenomenal down there for their rock music. But you put on River Plate and, and see how the crowd reacts to an ACDC show. It's it's pretty incredible. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite live concert movies is the live at uh, River yeah. Plate. I mean, that crowd is just insane. <laughs> Ins- I mean, insane, I almost find eh? myself watching the crowd more than I am watching the band because it's just it's it's yeah. jaw dropping. It really is. So much fun. No, you've seen them though. Have you, have you seen ACDC, Jay? Uh, yeah, I saw them with White Lion on the, I think it's the Money Talks tour. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I, that was 1988, I think, wasn't it? Something blow like Up Your that. Video? Yeah, it was yeah. either Blow Up Your yeah. Video or Razor's Edge. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, Dean, it yeah, has been. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Dean, it's been a blast. I'm so happy that you came on and did this because when I was thinking about doing this, I immediately thought of you because, I mean, I've your your posts and your pictures and all that um, <laughs> are just you know awe inspiring and enjoy having you on and I'm glad that you were able to come on and do the review for Power Up by ACDC. Well, I appreciate you having me, Jade. Honestly, it's uh, with the caliber of guests that you have on your podcast, and you've got so many amazing people on your show it's uh it's a real thrill for me and and an honor to be able to come on and talk about one of my favorite bands of all time and really excited about this album and just excited about what's coming in the future and potential concerts and 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 everything so i appreciate it jay thanks so much for having me hey man you were there at the beginning so anytime you want to come on and, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a show about the end of the road tour for Kiss, because I know that's another one of your, your favorite bands, and we'll, we'll definitely do that as well. Sounds good, man. All the best. All right, Dean. Thank you very much. Once again, everybody, a special edition of the Hook Rocks, the ultimate rock community podcast. It's the review of Power Up by ACDC. If you haven't listened to it yet, you got to check it out. If you haven't bought it yet, you got to go buy it. This is the album we need in 2020. I hope you stay safe. I hope you stay healthy. And we will talk again soon. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.